sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Brooks, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Let's do this thing. We've got a triple threat edition of the program uh, today. George Kurtz is going to step up and in. Kevin Walsh uh, will join us. Carmine Bianco will step up and in as well as we talk. MLS is back. MLB is also back. Let's start the hashtag. MLB uh, is uh, back. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart is back, and he continues to light it up. On the links, another win uh, given on this program. John Rahm uh, gets it uh, done. A lot of stuff to hit. We're about uh, 72 hours, a little more than uh, 72 hours away from the start of the Major League Baseball regular season. And we're going to hit this hard uh, today, Grand Slam style. We're going to run through like a million props, Cy Young's. Uh, MVPs, anybody going to hit 400, anybody going to hit 20 home runs, how many strikeouts, what are the leaders going to be, FanDuel has a full complement of props, the ranging redhead Cam Stewart's ready to go, what's up Cam? What's happening Marenzi, I hope you had a great weekend, no I saw the baseball board, I got uh, picks for everything buddy, yeah, everything you said, we got uh, MVPs, we got Cy Young, hell I even threw a rookie of the year in there, somebody that's going to blow your mind, who was supposed to be a highly touted prospect who didn't play because of injury, but we got baseball picks over the board, hopefully Carmine will give us some more soccer winners, and yeah, great weekend Marenzi, I know you probably ripped it up in the MMA, and uh, Johnny Rom comes through, even with the two-stroke penalty, we'll take wins when we can get them, buddy. I'm very, very happy. Let's rock. Let's hit, hit more winners. No, I, actually, congratulations uh, to you. You know, listen, you've been on fire at our golf picks. Even going back to last year, I remember, the golf picks were very solid on the program. But yep. rock solid. A lot of other guys that you called out. You like Jason Day. Jason Day had a nice, uh, a nice weekend uh, as well. I didn't really like. I didn't like the UFC card all that much uh, on Saturday, and I didn't really do great. It was hit or miss. I did hit the main event. I hit a couple of a uh, couple of wins. We've been getting on track a little bit with the MLS uh, right now. We've got a game uh, tonight. It was nice. I tell you, these Italian um, the Serie A games. The, the, man, these games have been going over, dude. Like at an eighty percent, eighty five percent clip. I don't. I don't like talking about it because I don't want to mush it. We tell people yeah. we just sort of blindly uh, bet it. I didn't tweet it out earlier in the day, but if you tune in the sports trades late night, we broke this match down between Lazio and uh, Juventus. Lazio have only won like once since they've come back from the pandemic. Juventus is on, on fire right now, on the verge of locking up the Syria, and it's one of those deals where it was two nil, like ten minutes left, and. I'm like, just have faith, dude. It's going to go over the number. It'll get there. There'll be a goal. There'll be a goal. And lo and behold, there was a late goal to get it over the number. 2-1 final score. Juventus a win. So we go 2-0 there. We hit a couple of EPL games earlier in the day. Carmine will step up and in tonight. And in-game live uh, is back uh, as well. Um, so we'll be uh, in-game live. Well, we'll be breaking down the soccer game uh, tonight, at least leading in uh, to the soccer game. But a lot of baseball uh, picks. Uh, so basically the new schedule, the way it's going to work, game time decisions goes from 6 to 7. 
but me and Cam will still be on from uh, 6 to 8. All right, so we're still going to be on from 6 to 8. 6 to 7, we give you the picks, and then 7 o'clock, the game start, and we start crying about the picks, and uh, we set up the picks uh, for the late night uh, hour uh, as well. And uh, you know, so this Thursday, we're going to have the Yankees Internationals. That'll be our first game up, but we'll be live uh, for this game. Last check, the Yankees were minus 130. They beat up on the Mets. In an exhibition night game, people betting exhibition baseball. And already, Cam, they were getting the scores wrong. ESPN got a score wrong <laughs> in the first exhibition game. You know, they said 6-3 White Sox. It was 7-3. And, you know, that was a pandemic um, last year with them getting scores wrong. It's incredibly annoying for people to bet on sports. I'll tell you that. Game Time Decisions Radio has a begun. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Bretzer, throw it down with Rachel Reddit, Cam Stewart. We're now just uh, three days away from the start of the Major League Baseball regular season. We're going to bang this hard, man. We're going to go through every prop. We're going to look at the uh, the Cy Youngs, the most viable players, the rookie of the years. How many home runs uh, will, uh, will the leading home run uh, hit or hit? We've got some interesting data to back this up, actually. Some very interesting numbers uh, that we're going to uh, we're going to jump into uh, here. Austin Dillon uh, gets it done. The O'Reilly 500 cam. It's consecutive weeks, buddy. That a um, consecutive weeks that a long shot, big odds wins a NASCAR race. Normally, it's just Hamlin and Harvick uh, every week. Uh, MLS is back. We're going to bang that. Carmen Bianco is going to step up. And this guy's great at capping these games, especially the goal scoring uh, props. He's awesome. Kevin Walsh from Bunker's Basement. We're going to talk baseball. Kurtz is going to join us. Um, actually, Kurtz is going to bat leadoff, Kev, because, of course, Kurtz is uh, refing a little bit uh, later <laughs> on tonight. Uh, the Blue Jays still looking for a home uh, right yeah. now. And it's getting pretty serious, actually. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. Thought they had approval to play in Toronto. That approval was revoked from the federal government. Last last we heard, Pittsburgh was actually the leading contender. I when it's all said and done, I think they're going to end up in Buffalo, where their triple uh, the triple A stadium is. The problem is the clubhouse in Buffalo is small and with the coronavirus they need space and they're very concerned about cramping everybody into a minor league facility so we'll get into that a little bit and uh we'll uh uh, well, Pat Barry Horwitz on the back. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, uh, bangs another golf winner with Johnny Rahm. I hope uh, you cashed in large, Cam. Yeah, I did, buddy. Yeah, and another thing about that uh, Blue Jay story, watch out for Baltimore and Camden Yards. That's another place that they're talking about, Marenzi. But we'll go over all the places, man. Yeah, you, d- you said it, buddy. More uh, food in the fridge after Rahm, buddy. No ramen noodles, just quality cuts. Well, I think now you can afford the gaming chair. I'm not going to feel bad for you anymore. Like now, like okay. now, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, not, not a Ricky. Gotta make a decision. Not 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 a Ricky. Well, I know you're going to choose an oven over a chair. <laughs> that's, that's like the first lock of the season. You choose any oven over the chair. <laughs> Game time decisions continues. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Retro. Throw it down to RagerRedHead.com. Uh, Stuart, we've got a busy show today. Carmine uh, Bianco from Wager Talk will join us. We're going to talk soccer. The MLS uh, tournament continues. Uh, we'll talk uh, a lot of baseball uh, today. George Kurtz uh, will join us. Colonel Kurtz, big Yankee fan. Uh, Kevin Walsh, a big Yankee fan. They're both front runners. That's why they're Yankee. I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, both yeah, front running, uh, front running fans. No, they're they're, they're yeah, both Lakers front runners. Yankees. Yeah, these guys. Come yeah, on. like I said, like George George Kurtz, the Dallas Cowboy, New York Yankee. Can there be like a more insufferable combination of being like a New York Yankee and Dallas Cowboy uh, fan? And Kurt says, "No, I'm not a front runner. I'm a New York Islander fan as well." Yeah. I said, "Exactly. Yeah. The Islanders yeah. were good when you grew up." Now, it is true that he grew up 10 minutes from the arena. I'll cut him some yeah. slack. I'll cut him some slack uh, with that. But Walsh, yeah, Walsh, um, Walsh, same thing. Walsh is a New York Yankee fan, but he conveniently, so he's Mr. New York, right? Like Walsh, let's see, he's from Queens. He should be a, he should be a Met fan, but he's a Yankee fan. But you notice conveniently, he's not a Jet or a Giant fan. He's an Eagle That's fan. That's true. Yeah, I know. He's an eagle. Is, like, you know, like these guys in New York, they handpick. <laughs> oh, no, I'm all, they're all Mr. New York, except like if the team sucks. Then they're like, well, no, no, I don't like the Giants or Jets. And yeah, it really is man, true. Like, no one really likes the Jets. Too, Gabe. Yeah, no, it's like uh, Walsh Sr. is like, hey, Cam, how about my Flyers? I'm like, he's like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Archie Bunker is a senior. Yeah, and see, now Archie you know, Bunker's Gabe's, a Flyer yeah, fan, huh? Yeah, he's like, you and Moretz, you should come down. We'll watch uh, the, the Flyers. <laughs> he's a big, you like my Flyers futures? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, definitely. When I, when, yeah, yeah, like, uh, when things get back to normal, we've definitely got to pay a visit to uh, to uh, Kevin Wall Senior and Junior and have a couple of cold ones in the oh, basement. Yeah. In fact, like we got to play like all in the family on the piano together and all that. <laughs> we'll get all hammered. Those yeah, we'll, were the uh, days. Those were the days. <laughs> so Kevin Walsh uh, will join us. We we'll get into some uh, some baseball. We've got the soccer tonight. Uh, in-game live uh, return, so we're going to be banging, uh, you know, live games once again. So we've got two on Thursday, then we've got a full slate on uh, Friday. NBA basketball is a little more than a week and a half away from returning, and uh, NHL hockey's around the corner uh, as well. But uh, congratulations to you, and uh, props to everybody who cashed tickets with John Rom over the weekend. Uh, Cam, you were dialed in on uh, John Rom. Now, listen, you've taken him a lot uh, over the years. And he's disappointed you a lot uh, over the years. Uh, but you've been dialed in with him this year, believing uh, in him that he was going to take the next step and start to, to string together some wins. He's been playing some great golf. He dominates. Never really in doubt, Cam. A lot of times it's going to yeah. be a, you know, a sweat job, but he really just ran away with this thing. Yeah, it got a little bit interesting, Marenzi, but uh, <clears throat> And there's another thing that people don't know. If you didn't watch it, John Rahm addressed the ball. He didn't even touch it. I, I thought the PGA was going to be like loose about the new rules. They're not. He got a two-stroke penalty, Gabe. So he ended up winning the tournament by three shots when he had an eight-shot lead, right? So he thought he yeah. won by five. And it was interesting. They said if they would have, if the rules official would have told Rom, he probably probably would have got a driver on the side of his head with that ruling. But he had a big enough cushion to beat Ryan Palmer. And yeah, we saw a little bit of the old John Rom. I don't have a problem with it. But the thing is, Gabe, in a tight tournament, he's going to have to shake it off. I like a little anger and passion on the golf course. I think a lot of these guys don't get angry enough, and John Rahm is who he is. But he also has to realize, like, when you hit one in the water, you can't let it affect you for two or three holes. you got to shake it off, 
get back into it. You could tell his caddy didn't want him to play that. But John Rahm's a, he, he's a guy who does things his way. He's ranked number one in the world right now. I'm not going to say he's the best player in the world. I'd probably put him in like the three or four hole. But, you know, the, the, the computer says he is, and he's been getting a lot better, buddy. Why do these uh, modern guys cheat so much? <laughs> They're all like, they, you know, seriously, they all just think they can do whatever they want, and then they get upset if anyone brings it up uh, after. Or they, they send their goon. Their goons and their cronies, the their caddies, like this Shambeau did after his meltdown. Oh, I'm going to block the camera, man. This guy's turning yeah. into Michael Bennett of the National uh, the National Football League. But, you know, Cam, it's amazing. Our our, our main man, Phil Mickelson, even oh, when he doesn't story. win, even when he doesn't win, he wins. And Phil Mickelson's just always winning. He's always hustling. Like, if you meet Phil Mickelson, don't ask him for a picture or an autograph. He's going to pickpocket you. Or you're going to end up, like, buying, like, a timeshare from him or something. Like, hey, I'm opening up a Phil Mickelson timeshare if you want. Like, like, the dude doesn't stop hustling everybody 24 hours a day. And lo and behold, poor, uh, poor Colton Noss uh, yeah, Colt got yeah. suckered in. So, sure basically, did. Phil Mickelson says, yeah, listen, there's this guy, John Rom, And John Rom's new on the tour. And Mickelson says, I bet you by the end of the year, this guy's a top 10 player. And, uh... And Cole's like, you know how hard it is to become a top 10 player out of nowhere? And we don't know how much money. They bet a significant amount of money. Yeah. And Phil got plus 200. <laughs> Two to one odds Phil got. <laughs> even, plus even 200. Worked him, he even worked him for, like, not even a pick him. Give me two to one. <laughs> Colt knows. He doesn't get it. Don't, don't You said it. Phil's a snake oil salesman, man. You don't bet with this guy. You're just asking to get absolutely. Yeah, and low, just, low, where, where'd my money go? <laughs> yeah, and lo and behold, John Rahm ended up the year in the top 10. And uh, yeah. Phil Mickelson wins, uh, wins, uh, wins his bet. Um, so uh, don't, don't mess with Phil. Like we said, Phil, Phil's out to get you. And it's funny too, because, uh, Phil was talking about the story and Phil says, and he admits it. Phil said, John Rom's the only guy he doesn't play against for money. He goes, I can't beat him. Interesting. Because if I play, if we're playing for money, I only play with John Rom. He goes, I won't play against this guy. He's taking my money too many times. And uh, so even, yeah, even Rom's beating Mickelson down. (laughs) Exactly. No, no, another thing is there's a lot of connections between Rom and Mickelson. Yeah, Arizona State. Yeah, Phil's brother is his his coach at Arizona State. They both went to Arizona State Sun Devils. So Rom's one of those guys, uh, he gets it and Phil gets it. He'd rather be friends with a guy like Rom than try to take his money. But I bet they fleeced a lot of guys together, Gabe. I bet those Sun Devils pitchfork a lot of loose bills against other guys. They especially like, yeah, if you went to Arizona or another Pac-12 school, they love to fleece you. Yeah, that'd be a good skins game. Let's see. Let's see. uh, Phil Phil and Rom against DeChambeau and uh, Tiger. Actually, we can probably get another guy from, yeah, you're right. So DeChambeau, where'd he go? Uh, SMU, Tiger, Stanford. We can get a couple of guys from Stanford. Yeah, maybe bring uh, Tiger's buddy Nota Begay out of the booth and uh, Phil and uh, Rom can give him a couple strokes. <laughs> Stanford also, guys. Well, you, you want like the basketball tournament? You want like all university pairings? The basketball, yeah, exactly. like the, the, the tournament, yeah. but college edition? Yeah. That's right, yeah, the Ducks. So well, you get like, organ players. Yeah, it'd be awesome, man. I, I think it's cool. Georgia would have a win. I'll say sorry to uh, our, our Oklahoma State Cowboy, Joe Ranieri, in the station, but I won't bet on the Cowboys, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they got a lot of good players, though, Gabe. Those guys got? cost me. 
No, no, yeah, uh, actually, no, it would depend what, 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 what depend who they Hovland? Pick. If they, uh, yeah, Hovland, I want the new guy. Hovland, and I want that other guy, the other new uh, Norwegian dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You want the Norwegian Oklahoma State Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, I want the team Norway. <laughs> yeah, 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 not Ricky Fowler, Matthew Wolf, not the American Cowboys. I want the international guys. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> I don't trust them. I try to trust Victor Hovland more. So, listen, yes. Ryan Palmer played good golf all weekend. Pretty yeah. impressive for him. Uh, he played four consecutive rounds, Cam. I mean, let's just not his. If not for John Rahm, Ryan Palmer would have won. <laughs> like, well, we don't know that. You know, I mean, things are yeah. going to happen under pressure, et cetera. But I'm just stating, very nice weekend for Ryan Palmer. We made a lot of good predictions, Gabe. Remember at the start, too? Remember what was the, what was the winner with Colin Morikawa? 19 under? What did Rahm win at? 10. That is the exact same golf course. I told you, Jack, uh, he wouldn't have any of it. I thought it was only going to be about six of one and a half strokes per round. It turned out to be nine. That's with Rahm's penalty stroke. But let's give Ryan Palmer a lot of love, too. And let's remember something, Gabe. Word Ryan Palmer, he's a Texas guy. What do they do? They play well in wind. So a lot of the time we take those tournaments, I take Euro. Look at the leaderboard. Fitzpatrick, England. Matt Wallace, England. Uh, Palmer, wind player. Other than Rom, who and, and you know Rom's played in Spain, all those guys are great players of the elements. It was very windy over the weekend and tough, and those guys did a great job. Ryan Palmer's problem, Gabe, is his putting is very, very bad, but his ball striking is world class. And him and Rom, when they won his last tournament, they were a team in a pairs event. They won together, so they're actually good guys. They get along. Uh, the uh, the British contingent played very well. Uh, yes. Matthew Fitzpatrick, a third place uh, finish. Uh, Matt Wallace, uh, right there. Uh, team Australia with Jason Day, John Rahm, the Spaniard, very international uh, top five by here. In fact, Ryan Palmer was the only American uh, in uh, the top five. And in fact, even sixth place, Ken Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, from yeah, Canada. Canadian. Yeah, another playing, right. playing some good golf uh, this uh, this summer. George Kurtz doesn't play Eagles good golf. And Jet beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed, and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world, Patriots. From that standpoint, the Sports Grid Network. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Cam Stewart, their Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the edge, get on the grid. Some great news for the NBA and its fans. Zero players testing positive for coronavirus out of 346 tested at Orlando's campus since the last results were announced on July 13th. It's a go. Great news. Houston Rockets head coach Mike D'Antoni says star Russell Westbrook. He'll join the rest of the team in Orlando tonight. Coach Mike D'Antoni added Westbrook will likely miss Friday's scrimmage against the Toronto Raptors. He didn't travel with the team to Orlando July 9th due to a positive coronavirus test, but he's better. The NFL announcing today that players will be receiving COVID-19 tests daily for the first two weeks of training camp. Camps are expected to open in about a week while most teams open up their doors to veterans July 28th. The San Francisco 49ers and disgruntled running back Raheem Mostert recently spoke to clear the air after Mostert requested a trade earlier in July due to unproductive contract talks. Despite not starting a game, he led the Niners with 
772 yards, rushing eight touchdowns. He was monster in the playoffs. He's seeking a salary bump, would bring his pay in line with teammate Tevin Coleman, who makes $4.55 million a season. The Jets and Giants, they announced today that fans will not be permitted at MetLife Stadium until further notice. Washington's NFL team has hired Terry Bateman as new executive VP and chief marketing officer. Bateman will assume the role immediately and lead the charge on the new name and logo alongside team owner Dan Snyder. Antonio Brown retiring once again for many times. Brown released by the Patriots in September. This time he says it's for real. Dr. Anthony Fauci, everybody's fan favorite. He'll throw at the ceremonial first pitch when the Yankees meet the world champion Washington Nationals in baseball season opener this Thursday night. Toronto Blue Jays exploring a possibility of playing at Canada Yards, home of their rival, the Baltimore Orioles. The Canadian government denying the Jays' request to play at Rogers Centre due to the pandemic. And PNC and Pittsburgh also were a reported option. In the NHL, two players testing positive for COVID-19. Over 800 at training camp. 2,618 tests were administered over the first five days of Phase 3. Rangers forward Brendan Lemieux suspended for the first two games of the NHL restart uh, due to his late hit on Avalanche forward Eunice Donskoy back on March 11th. NHL hardware, John Carlson of the Caps, Victor Hedman of the Lightning, and Roman Josie of Nashville. They're the finalists for the Norris Trophy as the NHL's top defenseman. Patrice Bergeron of Boston, Sean Couturier of Philly, and Ryan O'Reilly of the St. Louis Blues. They're the finalists for the Selkie as the NHL's best defensive forward. MLS tournament, NYCFC beat Inter-Miami 1-0. Miami, they're done. NYCFC, they wait their fate. They hope to be one of the four best third-place teams in the group stage. MLS action tonight at 8 o'clock. We got Philly and Orlando. Philly plus 155 to win. Orlando plus 140. The draw, 2.5. Total, 2.5 over. Minus 146 on FanDuel. Wolves blank Crystal Palace 2-0. Everton and Sheffield United tied. Brighton, Hove, Albion and Newcastle tied. And Italian League, Juventus beat Lazio 2-1. I'm Cam Stewart. Thanks for Sports Group Update. Now back to Game Renzi on GTD. Game time decisions continues. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. We now bring uh, George Kurtz uh, in. Um, Long Island's uh, best damn roller hockey referee, referee. in the business. <laughs> and, uh, we said you weren't much of a golfer uh, earlier. You, we don't hear you talking. You ever hit the links, uh, Kurtz? You, you much yes. of a golfer? Yes, I actually uh, I enjoy golfing uh, quite a bit, actually. Uh, it's, the mo- it's the most frustrating sport I think I've ever played because – I'm not afraid to tell you I've lost a club in a tree. Uh, I threw it up there because I was uh, I, w- I didn't mean to lose it, but I was angry and I threw it up there and it didn't come down. And uh, weird things seem to happen to me on the golf course. I mean, I, I, that little white bull drives me insane. It really does. <laughs> I've lost some. Uh, so you threw a club in a tree. I threw a club at uh, at my playing partner once. <laughs> uh, we got we got into a. Uh, we got into a little club uh, uh, swinging incident. And you know what, Cam? It was over rules, actually. It was over a yeah. drop. Oh, Things got yeah, a little yeah, heated. Yeah. You know, it was crazy, too. We were, playing with, we were playing with a married couple, and um, they, they played all without us. They said, listen, we're just going to go on and mind our own yeah, business, yeah. if you don't mind. Like, they took off. <laughs> we're fighting <laughs> the green still. That's Have funny. a nice day. <laughs> Yeah, I almost Have killed nice my day. buddy on the golf course. Uh, it's a very dangerous place. I remember I, I was sitting there, and my buddy's an absolute stooge. Like, he's fishing out balls from the creek, and I had, like, a three-wood game, but I hit a low stinger, and I hit him, and he fell into the creek, and I started crying. I'm like, hey, I killed you. Oh, man, are you okay? And I see him, like, lying down there. He snapped. Like, he wanted to get out there and, like, fight me. I'm just, like, fighting him off. I didn't mean to do it, but, you know, I hit a loose shot, hit him in the ribs, and <laughs> he fell into the creek. All right, so... Let's uh, let's get down to business uh, right now. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure George Kurtz very excited. Just three days away from the start of the Major League uh, Baseball season, Yankees and uh, Nationals. Yankees uh, beat up on the Mets uh, over the weekend. So 
Let's get into uh, the numbers uh, right now. We'll start off uh, with the American League most valuable player. We'll, we'll start. We'll give you our futures and our best bets throughout the week. Uh, Wednesday, we'll really lock it down. Thursday, we'll have some fun with the games, but I figure by Wednesday, we'll really lock it down. I'm, I, I think I've got picks for every division, actually. Uh, I, I like teams uh, everywhere, but let's jump in. Let's start off with the American League most valuable player right now. Uh, Mike Trout is the heavy favorite uh, to win. Aaron Judge is the second choice. So uh, Mike Trout is plus 195. Aaron Judge is plus 550. Francisco Lindor, 12 to 1. Bregman, 15 to 1. Anthony Rendon is already hurt. He's got an oblique uh, situation. And I tell you what, the smallest injuries can derail an MVP campaign in a 60 game season. Um, uh, So, and then we get into Otani. I don't know if there's any long shots that you guys like, but we'll start with you, Kurtz. What's your feel for the American League Most Valuable Player Award? Well, you know, uh, I'm going to treat this the same way I treat my the fantasy leagues I've been drafting in. Uh, Dane has nicknamed me the mental for the Central. And I've been uh, I've been building on the Central Division because they, they're going to play a lot of the Royals, a lot of the Tigers, and even the National League Central. Is, there's no powerhouse there. It's an easier schedule here. So the names you just mentioned – Give me Lindor at 12 to 1. I'm not going Trout. I don't care what plus well he's at or what minus he's yeah. at. We don't know he's going to play. And we know he's going to be uh, away for at least three games when his wife does have that baby. And let's say by the time it happens, he doesn't like what's going on as far as the, uh, the whatever the testing rate, the coronavirus rate is in California. Or the Angels are out of it. They're just not playing very well. And he goes, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to take the rest of the season off and be with my family, be with my newborn child here. I'm not going with, Trite, uh, with Trout. And until Judge can prove that he can stay healthy, yeah, I know 60 games should be easier, and he looks great right now, but I'm not going him either. I am bully on the uh, the Central Division both ways, either Na- American League Central and National League Central. Give me Lindor at 12-1. I like where you're going uh, with that. I really do, and I agree about beating up uh, on the, the week uh, in the Central. And I like That's why I like the, the win totals of the National League uh, Central teams uh, as well. Cam, American League MVP, anything catch your eye? Yeah, I'm going to make a couple bets, Gabe, and I'm taking George's approach. I'm swinging for the fences big time. I'm very bullish on the Oakland A's, and I like Matt Chapman at 18-1. to I think this is a very, very dangerous team, and I think Chapman's an underrated player. This is a team I think will strive in the pandemic. I think it's a perfect time for Oakland. I also like them, Gabe, as one of a team to win the World Series at a bomb price. I like the Oakland A's a lot, and I also like for George's team, why dick around with guys like, you know, um, all Judge and Stanton. Why not take DJ LeMahieu? If I think the Yankees are going to be a good team, I think LeMahieu is going to be a part of it. At 30-1, to 1, I think he's the best value on the board for the pinstripes. So you can make two bets. It's kind of like golf if you're taking guys this big. Chapman at 18, Renzi, LeMahieu at 30. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you can, moving forward, uh, Cam. Let's say let's use uh, why play around, why mess around. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just, play around. Yeah, I don't, don't yeah. want to play around. Sorry, I, I just yeah, realized I just, said that. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah, thank, don't mess you. around. Yeah. Mess around. Yeah, thank mess you, around. Cam. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. All right. I like where you've been dropping out a lot recently. So I'm like, yeah. I don't really? Know I, 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 yeah, I got to so get that like, out of my lexicon. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm Kurt, not playing Kurt's around with Matt Chapman. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I listen, Matt Chapman actually has hot starts too. Um, so I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I like I like the Lindor pick at 12 to 1. And the only thing I'm concerned about this is will the media hold it against them? And mm. they might, but I'm telling you, it wouldn't surprise me if Alex Bregman just like murders pitchers this year and stuff. Oh, He's got a chip on his shoulder. 
He doesn't feel as though he did it. He really wasn't part of it all that much. When you look at the evidence, and he's plus fifteen. Like people can pretend it's almost like the coronavirus. You can pretend it doesn't exist. Well, that's fine. You can pretend the Houston Astros are suddenly going to suck, but yeah, they're they're jerks. Yeah. They're just going to be matter. And they're, they, you know, and another thing is. They were doing this in 2017 anyway. So it's not like they had this been going on for the last couple of years. They're still going to be good. Bregman, what do you think, though, Kurtz? Will the media say there's no way in hell we're voting for a Houston Astro? I think he, if the numbers are there, the numbers are there. I would have been worried about – if you would have asked me this question in March, and you probably did, I wouldn't have voted for any Houston Astro for any award because I would be worried about fan reaction where they're going to get booed out of there. And the fans were gearing up to boo these guys to – so really, so, so there was no tomorrow, but no fans now, right? So they get a break there. The media, I mean, they're not going to be face-to-face. They're not going to be in the locker rooms anymore, so they're not going to get those questions. So, Bregman, what about the cheating scandal? Bregman, what about the cheating scandal? You know, they're not going to hear about this every time they go to a new city. They get a huge break uh, as far as the Astros are concerned there. And uh, like you said, the numbers show that Bregman, as I'm sure he did. You're, gonna, you're not going to be able to convince me he didn't uh, get any advantages toward, out, of, out of the cheating scandal. But I'm sure it wasn't as big as other players, maybe an Altuve, someone like that where the numbers are drastically different. <clears throat> so I can buy what you're going for. Let me just put it this way. I am no longer shying away from the Astros. I think the Astros, um, the Cam, Cam's calling the A's. I understand some people are picking the A's to win that division. I, I still think the Astros are the team to beat there. I think the A's might be a little bit overrated or overvalued coming into the year. Uh, but uh, it's going to be fun to find out in a 60-game uh, sprint uh, here. All right, uh, so let's go, into, um, let's go into the National League uh, right now. National League uh, most valuable player. We kicked the tires on this a little bit as far as the uh, the NL was concerned. Uh, we talk about uh, this is a little bit different. You're getting there's there's pretty much value across the board. Whoever you like here, Mookie Betts. So Mookie Betts is the favorite at plus six hundred. New surroundings, contract year, very unique situation for Mookie Betts. New team. Is he just going to light it up and put up M- MVP numbers? I don't know. Um, you've got Christian Yelich at plus six fifty. Ronald Acuna Jr. at plus seven hundred. Guys. <laughs> It's not bad. Interesting. Like nope. that. See that that exactly that gets my attention. Cody Bellinger gets my attention at plus eight hundred. I know that he won. He just won, but he's more than capable of just like killing it uh, once again. I think it's pretty good value uh, with him, and I like Bryce Harper as well, guys. I, I like Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper is is in line for a big year here. So I'm kind of going chalk with guys that have won before, Kurtz, uh, but. You know, not Acuna, but Cody Bellinger, Bryce Harper. And I think the Phillies actually could be a sleeper and actually win this division. If they win a division and Bryce Harper has a good year, he could win that MVP. What's your take on the National League, Kurtz? Oh, I agree with you. Uh, once again, I would go Bellinger over Betts if I'm going to pick a Dodger. I'm not, but I would take that. I mean, Bellinger has played in Dodger Stadium, played in the National League, knows the pitchers. Betts, first year. We'll see what happens there. Uh, he's gonna, I think Betts is going to be great, mind you, but I would take Bellinger over Betts if I had to choose between a Dodger. But I'll give you another B. Once again, I'm sticking with the Central Division. I'm going to go Javier Baez. I think this guy's once again primed for a big season. Uh, a lot could depend on whether how often the wind blows in at Wrigley. It's blowing out nicely. That'll add uh, to his numbers there. But I like Javier Baez a lot this year. Javier Baez. All right. I like where you're going uh, with that. Bryce Harper, for the record, is, is 13 uh, to 1. Juan Soto is an interesting player. So young. 
It's got to carry this Nationals offense uh, right now. But I tell you, with those pitchers, and it's amazing, Cam, I was thinking about it, between Strasburg and Scherzer, they're expected to make 12 starts, all right? Think about that, Cam. 12 starts, that's 24 games. 24 games out of 60. It's nearly 50% of their games. It's like 40, it's literally like 46% of their games that they're throwing out these two dudes. And they're going to be hard to score on. And if Soto has, you know, if they win and he puts up some nice numbers, he could win uh, that. I'd like a little bit more value than 9-1 to with Soto, though, Cam. Who are you looking at in the National League? Yeah, for me, I'm going to go a little bit chalk since I took Flyers in the American League. I'm going to do the Betts-Bellinger two-step. I I think uh, I agree with Bellinger at 8 is a little bit better than Betts. But your Dodgers game, I like them to absolutely – like, they're going to murder teams. Uh, nobody's going to be close to them. And a lot of the time, the MVP, it's equated to, it's a correlation with a team that's successful. Give me Betts and Bellinger at 6-8 to eight to 1. One of them wins, but I got no problem with your Harper pick at 13-1. to one. I think he's going to be dangerous. I have him in another category later on for the tees when we go through the rest of the board. But Betts and Bellinger, I'm going with chalk. The, um, yeah, we should, I wish we had some sound effects for this right now. Ding, 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 ding. The, uh, the Daily Dodger double. That's that's what you just hit on the game show. The Daily Dodger exactly. double. Exactly. Uh, here, listen. You can't go wrong. If these guys put up a ton of runs. One of them probably wins the most valuable player. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time is sitting continues. I'm Arendtia throwing it down to Rachel Redhead, Cam Stewart. George Kurtz kicking it with us. Uh, Kevin Walsh going to join us in-game live of returns at 7 o'clock Eastern, hosted uh, by me and Cam uh, Stewart. We'll have, uh, we'll have you covered uh, throughout the baseball uh, season for the first couple of innings of the games. Uh, well, we melt down, uh, bet uh, will there be a run scored in the first <laughs> inning and all kinds of other crack cocaine-like uh, baseball prop bets. Uh, so speaking of which, man, we got we got more props than Carrot Top on the show uh, today. So we're talking about the the MVPs, man. I like I really want to like give people something a little bit a uh, little bit deeper here. You know, Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt could have a big year. I think the Cardinals going to have a big year. He started to get mm-hmm. more comfortable in the second half. I'm telling you guys, a lot of times when guys go to a team that first year, they're not fully comfortable. That's why, like I think, like Bryce Harper, like. New house, new ballpark, new new way, new traffic, new food, new. You know what I mean? Because they're rich guys, but they're still humans, so it's they're not fully acclimated. Like Bryce Harper's way more into Philly. Like he's been to Sixer games. He's part of the city now and stuff. It's just different. And you know, Goldschmidt's going to be more acclimated. He's thirty-one. So I tell you, you got some good baseball players here, Kurtz. You can get some pretty uh, pretty big numbers on. You know, I mean, a guy like Max Muncy on a shortened season, 50 to 1. Good call, actually. Paul Goldschmidt, 30 to 1. Um, who else out here? Pete Alonso. Ah, Pete Alonso is probably going to regress this year. Any long shots, Kurtz? How about Marcelo Zuner in Atlanta on a one year make good deal trying to get a big contract for next year? Mm. 
uh, you're I like rolling the dice here. No, Kurtz well, is hardcore. He's, he's I, coming up with poops. I don't mind Six, that. 16 to 1. I like guys who want to make good yeah. deals. I just don't like the fact of the division he's playing in. A lot of top pitching he's going to have to face. Well, if we had an MVP for uh, for Bling, Sepetis would win. He's uh, he's 70 to 1. This guy, like, this guy's got like 13 pounds worth of chains on. Yeah. Like, he also stay healthy, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, guy's got like 18 chains. He's got like, he's got like yes. this blue glove. He's got like this electric. He's wearing like a gold belt. It's like, dude, chill out, bro. Like, stay healthy for two consecutive didn't, weeks. Didn't uh, he fall in a gopher hole riding a horse? Like, this guy, like, stay away from ranches. That's an, another thing. Like, no, nah, it was a lie. Chased by boars. I don't know what that story was. Yeah, yeah. That, that no, was, was originally. Lie, yeah, he said, I don't know why he lied, but they all lie about that stuff. So they uh, originally said he fell off a horse, mm. but then it turned out he got chased by a wild boar. <laughs> he got into an incident with a boar. Uh, you don't mess with a boar. They're tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be I'd be running too. Those things are mean. Yeah, I would, tusks. I'd try not to be near the boar in the first place. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, who knows yes. if this guy? Yes. Like, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, who knows? Uh, all right. Uh, so when it's all said and done, Fernando Tatis Jr., 20 to 1. Yeah, not quite ready yet. Not quite ready yet. I like Cam Dodger double here. Like, I honestly, yeah. they're, they're going to score a million runs. And you know, you're getting plus 600 to plus 800. Bryce Harper's plus 1300. And you know, Paul Goldschmidt, 30 to 1. Ultimately, though, I think uh, if I had to say, I'm going to say Bryce Harper wins the MVP, 13 to 1. I'm feeling the Phillies, guys. I'm picking the Phillies nice. to win the division, too. Yeah, picking the Phillies to win the division as well. All right, so let's keep it rolling. We'll move into um, American League, Cy Young, Kurtz. It's going to be your guy, Garrett Cole. Uh, he's the nope. favorite, right? But uh, and I wonder this. Now, you already mentioned 12 starts, maybe 13, if they, uh, you know, you avoid the off days and you don't go uh, purely with a five-game rotation. And so let's say someone healthy. like Cole or anybody, what are you talking about, seven, eight wins? could be eight and two, but you're not going to get any, anything big. You know, no magic numbers, no 100 strikeouts. That'll be tough to get. They might get it barely over it. I wonder if this is the, the year for the reliever, guys. Is this going to be the year where a reliever – Gets the Cy Young because a reliever could get 20 saves, wouldn't shock me, and have an ERA of 0 0.48. So yeah, I'm going to look at some this? of those odds there as far as long shots for a reliever. It's interesting to what you just said. So 20 wins. What do you think 20 wins equates in a, in a 60 game? We, we, we have the data to match it up. It's seven wins. Pretty it's crazy. Look ugly. Seven and two. Seven and that's 20 wins. I, I get amazing. it. I, 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 and you're right. The mathematically that that works out. Twenty four. Like Twenty four wins seven and is two with wins. a two point six ERA. What if a reliever has twenty one saves and a zero zero point four eight ERA? Listen, if there's ever a year that a, a closure yeah. is going to win a Cy Young, it's going to be this year. I'm telling you right now, someone's going to have more than seven wins. One of I these agree. pitchers is going like eight and zero or something. Seven. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to say that, but the thing is. They're all going to be on pitch counts. So they're even going to go five innings. How many starts will they not even go five innings? Well, you can also look at it there. They're only going to make 13 starts, so they're not holding anything back anymore. Oh, I got to make 32 starts. I, you know, I can only throw 95. These guys can now throw 97, 98 for that five or six innings because they know they don't have to go 220 innings. They're only going to go, what, 13 starts times six, 78, 80 innings? So they can give it all they got more, too. You can, and once again, if you're an optimist, you can look at it that way. Right, so listen, nine wins is equal to 24 wins. 
Eight wins is equal to 22 wins. Wow. Sounds pretty daunting. It really, it really is it though. That's just the average because it's a hell of a lot easier to win seven games than twenty-two games. Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. get bad pitchers can go seven and one and start a season. Uh, if Twenty you wins over under seven, seven wins. and a half. You personally, I would take the over that someone gets eight wins this year. Absolutely, I, I think tough. someone will. Get, I think, like you said, because they can gear up, they can really fire the ball. I think Garrett Cole could go eight and one. Eight and two. There's some luck involved. The Yankees don't score runs in his starts, of course. I mean, week one, game one is a problem because you're going up against Scherzer. Cole could pitch great, but so could Scherzer. So you lose a win right hey, listen there. Listen to this. We have numbers to back this up. In the last three years, in the last three years, only one pitcher in Major League Baseball won 10 games in the first 60 games. Who is it? Kurtz, I'll ask you first. Last okay, three years. You are correct. Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Nice, Kurtz. Yeah, he's the only pitcher the last three years. All right? Um, he did it in 2018 in 13 starts. Max Scherzer and Dallas Keuchel are the only pitchers to win at least nine of their first 12 starts in the last three years. Dallas Keuchel went 9-0 and in his first 12 starts. See, that's what I'm talking about. There's, you know, there's going to be some dude that just sort of gets hot. Uh, Scherzer went 9-1. and in his first uh, 12 starts. All right, Kurtz, who, who's the American League Cy Young Award winner? I don't know. Again, Cole's the favorite, but I'm going to stick with my central. Give me Jose Berrios of uh, Minnesota. Once again, I team that scores him. a truckload of runs, easy schedule. Jose Berrios. All right. All right. I've got someone in that division, too. But we'll let Cam go first. Cam, who you got? I know you're going. It's a little bit risky <clears throat> because of the division that they play, but I'm very high on uh, Tampa Bay. Tyler Glasnow, 12 to 1. I like George's Berrios play with the Twins. I have them uh, as a future as well to uh, go to uh, the World Series final. I, I, got, I got the Twins going deep. I think they can win the whole damn thing. But I'm going with Tyler Glasnow, Gabe, 12 to 1. You know what's interesting? I like his teammate in Blake Snell. I think Blake Ooh, Snell is a live, uh, a live uh, play here, 10 to 1 right now to win. Uh, but Kurtz knows where I'm going uh, with this. I'm not a fan of uh, Justin. But I am a fan of Shane, Shane Bieber, um, Bieber. plus seven hundred. Yeah, you look, you look at, you know, you look at the lineups that he's going to face, and you talk about a pitcher that could come, sort of, put his name on the map this year, guys, and, and win seven, eight, nine baseball games. How many starts is this guy going to get against the Royals? How many guys? How many starts is this guy going to get against uh, the Tigers, uh, George? And and then you know, even the the National League uh, Central. I think Cleveland are a sneaky team this year, and I think Bieber's right at the top uh, of this. Clevenger's right there as well, but I prefer Bieber at plus 700. And I think Blake Snell. I think Blake Snell uh, at, at 10 to 1 is a live shot there, guys. What do you think, Kurtz? I love the Bieber pick. The only reason I took Barrios yeah. o- uh, over him is the lineup he plays for. I think he yeah. might lose a win or two because Cleveland that day didn't score any runs. You know, outside of Lindor, Santana, somewhat not a great offense there. That's the only reason I chose Berrios over uh, over Bieber. I think Bieber's a better pitcher, actually. Bieber's I think Clevenger's better than both as well. But the lineup, uh, the Indians lineup, that scares Man. me. I'm all, I, I, we can't. We're really working out Lindor for MVP. Bieber, what do we care? We're Cammy Cleveland fan now. We're Cleveland Indian yeah, fans right. on this show, I guess. Yeah. And every, the twins, every award we have going to an Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Cam Central. CC. <laughs> George likes the Central in both divisions, man. This Love guy's rocking Twins and Indians. <laughs> All right. So, uh, na- uh, National League. National oh, League, uh, Cy Young. 
Award uh, winner. This one's going to be tough. Uh, interesting. Mm. Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom said it wouldn't be the same. He doesn't view it. He basically it says that it's harder. That like the hard part of pitching is lasting the season. Like DeGrom has talked about it, but I like the fact, guys, that DeGrom didn't even say, well, no, I don't care about awards. He said, I want to win it. He goes, I wouldn't view it as difficult, as like impressive as like winning like in a full season. But he goes, it doesn't mean that I don't want to win the Cy Young Award. Like DeGrom actually like wants to win. Like I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wants it. Like he knows it. Um, and he's plus 350. I mean, the guy's a stud. Uh, so is Max Scherzer. Man, there's value with Scherzer at plus 600, man. That's pretty big odds for Max Scherzer. Walker Bueller at plus 750. I'm like Cam in the meat section right now. I like them all, Kurtz. I like them exactly. all. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you think about Scherzer. One of the reasons that DeGrom has beaten out Scherzer the past couple of years is that Scherzer has sort of died in September. Hasn't pitched as yeah. well for whatever reason. That might be a long season. Not going to have that problem this year. But how about Strasburg as well? And I wonder if Scherzer, Scherzer and Strasburg will take away votes from each other. I like the guy you mentioned the last one, Walker Bueller. I think he's a, a guy who's going to put his name big time on the map. I guess we're looking for Indians and Dodgers in the World Series. Uh, give me Bueller at plus 750. Yeah, Walker Bueller plus seven fifty. I'm with, yeah, I'm with Kurtz. <clears throat> I got the same one. I got Walker Bueller at uh, plus seven fifty, but I got two sprinkles for bombs for you. Aaron Nola, the Philadelphia Phillies at eighteen to one, and George, uh, the Canadian from Alberta, Soroka of the Braves, a smooth twenty-seven to one. I think one of those guys. Those guys are good, good long shots, a great odds. But I love Walker Bueller at plus seven fifty, Gabe. I agree. I think Walker Bueller's great odds at plus 750. Um, very favorable schedule. Great lineup. Uh, you know, if anyone can win seven, eight games, Walker Bueller definitely could. Here's a pitcher, guys. It's not flashy. People don't talk about him, but I think his team, very similar situation. His team isn't flashy, but over the second half of the season last year, he might have been like, you know, the second, third best pitcher in baseball. And I'm talking about uh, Black Jack Flaherty here. Uh, Jack Flaherty. St. Louis yep. Cardinals, Kurtz. This guy can pitch, man. He really came on in the second half of the season. Dominant numbers. You know, you being a fantasy guy, I know you know this, but talk to me about Jack Flaherty. I think there's some value here at plus 900. Not to mention, oh, yeah. how many starts is he going to get against the Royals? Talking Central, right? The yeah, St. Louis Cardinals play 10 games. There. They play 10 games against the Royals and, and the Tigers. That's two starts for him right there, right? Uh, Jack Flaherty's a good pitcher. What's your take, Kurtz? I like him at plus 900. Jack Flaherty's more than good. All right, he's very good. Uh, he's an ace. He's an ace that we don't yep. talk about enough here. Because he doesn't throw at 99 miles an hour like some of these other guys. So he doesn't get the love there. Also plays in a neutral uh, park, right, St. Louis. It's neutral as far as hitters. Uh, hitter or pitcher advantage, I think, with a slight edge towards the pitching here. I love Flaherty. If I was going to stick with my mental for the central, he's the guy. I'll give you another guy. Uh, I just hate the ballpark he pitches, and that's Louis Castillo. I agree with you, George. The Reds, yeah. he's, he, he's a stud, man. Stud. They have, they have an interesting staff, uh, that team. There, Listen, remember for years, the Reds couldn't get anybody out, but it scored a ton of runs. Ironically, last year, no one could score on them. All their games are going under. If they could just piece yeah. the hitting and, and the pitching together, then maybe they're, you know the Reds will be as dangerous as everybody thinks they are uh, this year. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> Thank you, George Kurtz. Thanks, George. <laughs> Anytime, guys.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time is and continues. I'm Arenzi. We're talking uh, Major League Baseball props and futures on the program uh, this evening. In-game live uh, will begin in a couple of moments, uh, hosted uh, by me and Ken. So we'll just sort of transition into uh, in-game live. And, you know, once the uh, the season starts, so we'll be breaking down the in-game numbers, giving you uh, picks for the late games. And don't forget, uh, I'm uh, on every uh, night, uh, midnight Eastern and midnight uh, Pacific. We do the show live. At midnight Eastern, and it replays midnight Pacific on the same very radio stations you're listening to us on right now. Following Scotty Farrell, um, as uh, Scotty Farrell uh, kicks it on the bench. All right, uh, so for all you degenerates out there, the Pittsburgh Pirates are playing the Cleveland Indians. Uh, we were just talking about all these Indian players. We like to win uh, season awards. Uh, we see some yeah. good value, but it doesn't mean that I want to bet on them tonight. And I certainly no. don't want to lay minus two hundred. I'm not betting. Uh, this exhibition uh, baseball card uh, this evening, uh, but if I was, I would just blindly bet the underdogs. Like, really, you're going to lay so minus two hundred in an exhibition game tonight? You get the Pirates at plus one fifty. Yeah, who's playing? Well, plus one seventy now. Plus one seventy. Yeah, no one. Oh, yar, the Buckaroos. Yeah, yeah. Do I get a piece of the pirate booty? I'm thinking about it. Plus one seventy. You're getting me. Yeah, now plus one seventy. I got you. It went from <laughs> now. I don't bet that stuff. Oh, plus one seventy. <laughs> Yeah, might be worth a look, might be worth a sprinkle. But we do have a soccer game, game at 8 o'clock, that will follow in-game live. So uh, you got to pick for that one. I'm actually kind of – I'm going to go tough game. in a little bit of a different direction. It is a very tough game. Draw makes a lot of sense. But I'm going to say Orlando. I am going with the hot Orlando team at plus money to get it done. Gabe, we'll see how this game goes live. We'll be following. I like Orlando. They've been very, very good recently. Should be a tough I'll game. I'll tell you what. Orlando's been a great story in this tournament. Coming into the tournament, they had only won 11 of their last 61 uh, matches. Suddenly, they've won two <laughs> in this tournament. Yeah. They, both these teams <laughs> have advanced. So now, now they're just playing to actually win the group. They have a high-scoring history between the two of them. Um, there's been uh, four goals scored exact the last three times that these two teams have played. Carmine Bianco from uh, Wager Talk will join us in the second hour. Kevin Walsh will step up and in. In game live, bagels and bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed, and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world, Patriots. From that standpoint, the Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 